Daisy Buchanan, both published authors and respected culture journalists, caught our eye. Polly wrote about happy, righteous internet pile-in day for her Grazia column last week, a day which has happened every day, she says, for five years. What a fabulous five years they've been. A time to lump together, give equivalency to, and then dole out the same pile-in punishment to whoever, she writes, whether they're Harvey Weinstein or Jamie Oliver. I got it for writing a book, an offence punishable by righteous internet pile-on day because... Actually, I'm not sure why. I assume we deserve it. Why else would we have been attacked, lampooned, vilified with such alacrity by complete strangers? Why else would they e-scream so loudly about stupidity, incompetence, insensitivity, foolishness? The same day I read this, Daisy Buchanan tweeted, I am so, so sick of being abused on social media by strangers and just ignoring it, quote unquote, and being told to just ignore it. If you disagree with someone and then track them down and send them abusive messages, you should be embarrassed and ashamed. You should be stopped. What has become so broken, she asks. Why do so many people think this is okay? I think the idea of banter has become mutated and I know many people do it for attention. Why aren't they shown that there are consequences? Why is no one showing them that their behaviour is unacceptable? I have received abusive messages on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook because I talked about a Christmas song. Not Brexit or genocide or bringing back capital punishment. We keep ignoring this. We keep refusing to deal with the fact that any woman who does anything in the public eye should expect abuse from strangers. And the pressure is on us to be strong and shrug it off. There must be consequences for the bullies. So Daisy was more specifically talking about the abuse of women online, whereas, you know, Polly was talking about collective. But same mm. same idea threaded throughout there. I suspect these comments won't be surprising to anyone who works in the media and very possibly beyond it. Dolly, have you experienced abuse online? Yes, I have, sadly. When I had my dating column, it got really, really bad at one point when my self-esteem and general mental health was, for various reasons, at massive rock bottom and I just couldn't really deal with a bunch of men in an online forum discuss whether they would or wouldn't have sex with me depending on what weight I was. <laughs> it really wasn't doing great things for me at that time. Sadly, it started um, creeping in again now because it stopped when that dating column stopped. But now I have another weekly column for the Sunday Times style and I thought it might ease up because I'm not writing about my love life anymore, which seemed to attract massive misogyny much faster than anything else I've written about. And I'm just talking about general life stuff in my column now. But it still has started creeping back. A couple of weeks ago, I had a man write in detail under one of my columns about how I looked like a sex doll bought from Poundland without a drainage hole. <laughs> Fucking hell. I know, I know. Without a drainage hole? Yeah. Luckily, I have often wondered, actually, if you had a drainage hole. <laughs> Luckily, the comment moderators and the online editors of the Sunday Times are really, really fantastic and they're very fast-moving and will always remove abuse like this, which I'm very grateful for. But the fact is, as Daisy mentioned, that we need to work out how this explicit level of abuse has become just, like, such a normal way to react to female writing. I retweeted Daisy and added, there's an idea that if you put out content, quote-unquote, you should be ready to receive buckets of constructive bile sorry criticism if someone writes something truly vile go for it go for it if not can we all just chill out and lots of female journalists replied to me investigative newspaper reporters culture journalists 
fashion you know creatives saying that every time they pressed publish or send on a piece they felt totally sick i know that feeling so well i feel mm. sick every time i file or promote anything i write i think it's a really really clever way of silencing women there's so much that i don't write because mm. i don't want to receive a pile on of abuse and as you know i don't ever 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 do tv for this reason either I'll never be filmed. And it is mainly because I am so scared of the absolute torrent of attacks I might receive. And I I just feel a really primal need to protect myself from that. Because you can't unsee that stuff. Mm. It's like, you know, people say just laugh it off, but it's like, you can't, like, it has an effect. It has an effect on you, like, seeing those words well, over I'm still, and over I know again. I was joking about it, but I'm still shocked that someone would dehumanise you with that comment. Yeah, that's he, it. He's, 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 take, he, he's literally removed your humanity yeah. and compared you to a inanimate, pornified receptacle of male sperm because he's either not into a byline picture or you wrote something that he's because he didn't write. like what I was writing. Yeah. He didn't like what I was writing. I mean, it was absolutely extraordinary. It was, it was... I haven't received, um, you know, I've received various things, but I haven't received that kind of thing. Do you before. remember that years ago, that one that I'm talking about, that forum of men that were all talking mm. about me? Mm. I mean, I was so... I remember when you found out, yeah. It was like, I was like 26 years old.